thank you for listening to the official podcast of White Oak Pentecostal Holiness Church, where we cultivate true worshipers in Wilson, North Carolina. For more information on White Oak, visit whiteoakphc.com. of God to my pastor, Pastor Royal, and to everybody, and then especially to the young people, because you know something, when you invest in young people, you invest in your future. Amen. And I was, I, I, and I, you know something, I began to read, y'all can have your seat, please. <laughs> I was, I had started reading Ecclesiastes, the third chapter. Sometimes we, 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 we begin to read it, and then we, we pass right on through it so fast till to, to, to we don't take time and stop to see what it's saying. It said there's a time and season for every purpose under the sun. And, you know, we get to this part. There's a time to be born, and there's a time to die. But we need to hold up just there for a minute. That ain't where I'm coming from, but, you know, I just want to encourage the young people. See, because here's the thing. You are born a baby, uh-huh. and that baby depends on the parents uh-huh. for everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's a season, uh-huh. and that season come, the seasons come to bring about different things in nature, uh-huh. and then it comes to bring about different things in our lives. Yeah. See, because between birth and death, that's a lot of seasons. That's a lot of seasons. And, you know, we we, we right now is in the season of summer. Uh And fall is waiting to come. It's waiting to come. And I said, I, I, and, 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 and the Lord let me see that, you know, there's a lot of things that happen between the seasons. You know, because when I was born and I look back and I'm saying, wow, that's a long way back. <laughs> that's a long way back because I just celebrated a birthday July 9th. And I'm saying, Lord, there's a lot of things that have happened since I was a baby. But young people, let me encourage your heart for this. And, and, and see, because young people need their parents. Young people need their grandparents. See, because here's the thing, there's a lot of things that you can instill into our, that we can instill to our, into our children. Because if, if, if you take notice of the book of Daniel, these young men, well, before that, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar went in to Judah and they besieged Jerusalem. They put it into cap. Even the king, they took him into captivity. But watch this. These young men was real young. They was real young. They was not old, but they was brought up in a way to respect God to to the point that I'm not going to take down no matter what you do to me. I'm not going to take down because I love God just that much. And see, and we ought to be the same way. See, our children learn from us. 
So we have to be so careful the example that we set before our children that they can be so convinced that we love the Lord that they won't bow to nothing. And Paul said this. Paul said this in chapter 12 of Romans. Brethren, I beseech ye by the mercy of God to present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is thy reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Look, 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 look. Sometimes... I hear some going to be in the 8th grade, some going to be in the 10th grade, some in kindergarten. But you know something? You can make an impact no matter where you are. Amen. You can make an impact. Amen. Because look at Daniel mm -hmm. and his, he, his three companions. Amen. 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 They was taken into Babylon, and they was trained, being trained how to walk and to serve King Nebuchadnezzar. Right, and King Nebuchadnezzar took and he built a statue. Right. And he wanted everybody to bow before him. Yeah. But look what they learned. Right. Look what they learned in Judah. Uh -huh. That they only going to serve one God. Right. And he was the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they weren't going to bow to an idol. To the point, it was going to cause them their life, but they was willing to die for what they believed. They was not going to conform to the ways of the Babylonians, but they stood firm. They stood firm and there and what they believed. And you know something? God brought them out. God stood with them. And he stood for them. And he'll do the same for you. He'll do the same for us if we stand on the word of God. If you would. <laughs> that won't, Because everything kind of uh, changed when the Lord laid something else in my heart. But you know, every time, every time that we come into, like I said, I think Minister Jefferson was singing. Every time, and we're saying, every time that we come into the house of the Lord, don't take it for granted. Every time that we dock that door, we should come in with a praise in our mouth. Because God is worthy. He's worthy. If you would, notice the third chapter of Acts with me. Okay, starting at verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they carried daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that enter into the temple. And seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, as an arm, as an arm. And Peter <clears throat> fastened his eyes upon him with John and said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. And Peter and John said, Syrian gold have thy none. 
but such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And in verse 5, I would like to just lift up a little text. Great expectations. When we come into the house of the Lord, we should always be expecting. Because he's, all, he's always waiting to bless us. Peter and John was entering the temple. See, because that was the hour of prayer. You know, hey, people was going in and out of the temple. People was going in and out of the temple. You know something? Our walk with God should make a very big difference. When people look on us, they should see Jesus. Jesus Christ and him crucified. But Peter and John said, look on us. And there's a word in the Greek that blipple. Mean I see or I am seeing. See, so therefore, we, we not like everybody else. We're men, yeah, but look on us. Look. We can look on things sometimes and don't even see the value of it. We don't see the significance of it. You know, but God, they had something to show this. They had something to show the lame man. The lame man was born lame. And they carried him daily to the temple because this is how he made his living. Asking alms of the ones that was going in. See, but we should have, we should have this special thing within us. We should have the love of God that it overflows no matter who it is that we meet. Where they come from. They should be able to see Jesus in us. Peter and John said, look at And the man looked. He took heed. He paid attention there because he's expecting to receive something. But you know, what he received was better than any dollar uh, amount of money that anybody could give him. He never had walk. He was lame. Everything that was done for him had to be done through somebody else. But watch this. Peter reached down and grabbed him with his right hand and said immediately, immediately, his ankle, bone gained strength. Look, 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 look. Here's a man that's been lame all his life, never walked, and immediately his ankle bone gained strength. Look what he did. He went in the temple with them, leaping and praising God. Because I, I, I have a newfound freedom. I wasn't able to do this. I wasn't able to do this. Somebody gave me the things that I need. But now, look at God. They said, silver and gold, have thy none. But such as I have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Gain strength in his ankle bones. 
leaping and praising God, going into the temple, leaping and praising God, people looking at him. Hey, isn't this the man that was laying at the gate called beautiful? What in the world happened? I was given Jesus, Christ of Nazareth. That gave me the strength to get up and walk. Gave me the strength to do something for myself. And they said the people ran to Peter and John like they had did something. But look at the look at the stance that Peter and John took. Hey, don't look at us. Because this we didn't do. This thing, don't, don't give us no praise, but give it to God. Through his son Jesus Christ. Because this is how this miracle happened. Expecting. See, he didn't go there not expecting. They didn't take him there day by day, and he won't expect him to get something. He was expecting to receive something. Because if I'm not going to receive nothing, I can stay right on at home. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not expecting God to do something for me, I can stay at home. This is not just a thing that we don't come just to be seen, but we come expecting something from God. We should expect something every time that we hit that door. We should be expecting something from God. We should be. You know, uh, when I came in, when I came in, and, you know, even when I got down there, uh, you know, I'm supposed to have total knee replacement in both of my knees. But you know something? I'm believing God. I'm believing God. I told my wife this. I'm to I told my wife this. We went to talk to the, the, the surgeon last Friday. And, you know, now look, look, that, 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 that is something. This is something. Okay. When I was out of work, I had to go to the health center. So the doctor, hey, been doing real good, been doing real good. So they sent me to the specialist, and he, he, he looked at the record and saw where I was from, and, you know, they had, like, a little attitude, like, you know, well, hmm. Like, they didn't, but here's the thing, but when he saw my insurance card, <laughs> when he saw Blue Cross and Blue Shield, his whole attitude changed. I don't know. You don't think I want you to do nothing for me. Because, because, hey, you may not do me, you may not have my best interest at heart. Because of money. Because you didn't want to, you didn't even want to really give me no service. Because way when you saw where I was coming from, you had an attitude. But when he saw Blue Cross and Blue Shield, his whole demeanor changed. But see, I'm so glad God is not like that. God will take us as we are. He will. All we got to do is be sincere and call on him, and he promised he will hear us. He promised that. He promised that. That he will answer our prayer. If we call on him. And if we wait on him. And be of good courage. That he will come to our rescue. That he would do that. 
You know something? And I'm so glad because I learned how, and I'm learning how to trust him like that. He said, he said, he said, the preacher said, trust in the Lord. Not with a half heart, but with all of our heart. Lean not to our own understanding, but acknowledge him in all our ways, and he will direct our path. And I'm learning to take him just at his word. Expecting. Because God would do what he said. He's not a God that shall lie, nor a man that he should repent. He's going to do what he said. He'll do it. He will do it. You know, there was a time that I couldn't talk. All through high school, I did not talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, I did not talk. I had a speech impediment, and I did not want people to be picking at me. Yeah, I, I did not want people to be picking at me because there was some more students around there that had the same problem, and I saw what they did to them, so I said, okay, I know how to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I thank God. I, I thank God. That he cut loose. He cut loose that tongue that I could be able to speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did. It was all God, not me, because I didn't care what I said, nothing or not. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I did it all through high school. A lot of people didn't even know whether I could talk or not. But see, you know something, and I thank God. I I really do. I thank God. I thank God. Because you know something, all of these little beautiful children, you know something? And each one of them meant so much to God. You know what the word says? Train them up in the way that they should go. That we should be so in tune to our kids that we should find out their abilities. And they should be just like an arrow that we have, that the archer has. And he should pull it back in the direction that he should go. And and, and point it, point it, pull it back. And point it and shoot it and let it fly. That it may hit its target. But you got to put some stuff in it. It's our responsibility as parents to put the things in our children. Put the love of God in them. See, because in the Hebrew, when they schooled their kids, you know what they did? They schooled them at home. Because their system of of education was not like our system of education. That they schooled them at home. You know something? And, and, And so therefore, you know something? The mother was the first one to instill things into the children. And when they got a little older, the father began instilling. And then he spent time, whatever the father's trade were, he spent time with the kid to teach him that trade. But it's so vitally important. It's very important. Because they're going to reflect us. They're going to reflect us. And, you know, y'all doing such a good job. Y'all doing such a good job down here with children. 
Because some children will fall through the cracks. They will. They will fall through the cracks. Because some, you, you know something? Some children don't have a father at home. Some children don't know where the next meal coming from. And things like this. Great expectation. We should always instill in our children. And even in ourselves. Expectancy, Amen. you know, because God expects great things out of us. Amen. The man, the man, the man, the man, the layman. He was sitting around. They took him. They said they carried him daily mm -hmm. mm -hmm. to lay him at the gate. Amen. Daily. Mm -hmm. That consistent mm -hmm. every day. But he was expecting to receive something. He was looking something. And God, you know what the Lord told us? If we seek, we shall find. If we knock, the door will be open, shall be open unto us. And if we ask, he said, we shall receive. So what keeping us from asking? What keeping us from expecting God to do great things for us? If he did it for somebody else, he'll do it for you. If he did it for Peter and John, he'll do it for you. If he did it for the lame man, he'll do it for you. Where's that? Life and death. Power of the tongue. That words carry so much power. Words carry so much power yeah. that we need to be careful of the words that we say. Look at what Peter and John said. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. I don't have to give you, but I got something that is better than silver and gold. I'm going to give you Jesus. then we could say today Amen. and forevermore. Amen. He's the same. He changes not. Amen. There's still power yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. So what are we expecting? We can tell God. We can tell him because you know, he's waiting and, and more than able to do whatever we need to have done. Amen. Whatever it is that we need to have done, He's able. You know something? Sometimes things come and they catch us by surprise. Sometimes it can knock us off our, you know, it can set us back sometimes, push us back. But you know, and if we, and if it knock us down, let's, we will try our very best not to go no farther than I need. Because he's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. And you know something? He loves us. Amen. He loves every one of us. Amen. He loves us mm -hmm. to the point that he gave his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. 
that the priest or the elders who are believers in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And he's waiting. He's still waiting. He's still looking. Will you believe him to do it? Will you believe him to do it? You know, because all of us have a situation that we need God, only God can fix. Every one of us has situations that only God can fix. Are you expecting him to do it? Will you expect him to do it? Will you ask him to do it? And you know something? He won't let you down. He will not let you down. He will not let you down. You know something? He can pledge you out of giving and out of, and out of blessing us. It make him happy to bless us. Oh, God, you know, when our children do good, we happy to bless them. Amen. We ready to bless them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the scripture says, we being evil, knowing how to give good gifts to our children. Right. How much more, how much right. more right. will our Heavenly Father do what? If we get joy giving our children good gifts. What about God giving us? Good. Right. You know, he's ready. He's ready. I thank God. I, I thank God. I thank God. Because you know something? I thank God. I'm going to tell you. I never, I never, I never expected to be 20 years old. I never expected to live to be 20 years old. Because some of the things that I came up in, some of the things that, you know, that happened to me. And I never expected to live to be 20. But God blessed me. He blessed me to be 65 years old on July 9th. He blessed me to be 65 years old. And I never expected to be. I never expected to be. But I thank God. I give all honor and glory to God because he's so good. And you know something, and I'll show this a little bit, and I'm going to quit. I'm, I'm going to quit. <laughs> you know something? <laughs> when, 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 when I first met my wife, she, she came and she told me, she said, you're going to be my husband. Say, what? Say, what? She did. She told me this. And I had a big problem with that. I did. I had a real big problem with that. Because she was younger than me for one day. And I'm saying, no way. No, 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 no. And I fought. I fought. But you know something? I thank God for it. Because you know what she told me? You know what she told me? And I didn't even know her. She told me, she said, and if you expect me to, if you expect to take me to bed, you got to put, that was way before Beyonce ever heard of Beyonce. She said, you got to put a ring on my finger. And I'm saying, who this little, who this little one, who this little person thinks she's talking to? Yeah, I, I really did. I'm like.
But I thank God for her. I, I'm going to tell you because you know something? She stood her ground. And then and, 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 and here's one thing. Here's one thing. See, because I knew what I was into. I knew what I was into. But it took somebody, and God put her in my life because it took somebody like her to make me look at myself. And, and I thank God for her. But yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Great expectation. I, <laughs> yeah, she went and told her mama that. Say, that he's going to be my husband. Okay, okay. But I thank God for it. I have no regrets. And I thank God because she have, she have stood. She had have stood the time. For 39 years, she had put up with me. And, you know, and, 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 she, and, and I thank God for it. And you know something, I, I really try, and I really try with all, everything in me is to make her happy because, you know, the Lord, the Lord blessed me with her. The Lord blessed me with her. And now in my old age, I stay, it's a hard thing now to get rid of me. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but I thank God for it. But you know something, expect great expectation. There should be a day that goes by that we shouldn't expect something from God. Because he is good, Amen. and he's ready to do it for us. Amen. You know, sometimes we, we we love him. And my wife, my wife said, when my wife said, when she would come home, she said, we need to pray for Pastor Lucas. She said, we need to pray for Pastor Lucas. She said, ah, she said, you know something? She said, wow, she's still too. She said, we're going to pray for her. And we did that. We did that. And, you know, we thank God for all of y'all. We really do. We thank God for all of y'all. I'm going to tell you because, you know, not every day that you find loving people. Not every day. Amen. Not every day. Amen. And just let it keep on flowing. Just let it keep on flowing. And see what God. And watch what God will do. Watch what he do. Because he loves every one of us. He loves every one of us. Once again, all of us here at White Oak, thank you for listening. God bless.